Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as for the first time, uh, is a friend of mine, former student, turned friend, the real price of graduation. It's Bobby Hamilton. How are you today? I am doing well, Tim, and thanks for that intro, and thanks that I am not a burden for the high school work. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. Uh <laughs> All right, uh, so Bobby is joining us as a guest this week because Frank uh, is officially on paternity leave. His wife uh, gave birth to their beautiful daughter, who I'm not sure if he wants her name revealed on this podcast. And so for the time being, we are going to call her Broomhilda um, if we ever (laughs) need to refer to her. Um, And so uh, Bobby is here with me, uh, not drinking a beer. Like, I am also not drinking a beer on Beer with Geeks, mostly because it is 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, we are not luscious. So, Bobby, do you actually have any kind of liquid in front of you to drink right now? I have, like, a water. Water. Excellent. Excellent. I also have a... Pleased with us. Yeah. No, no, no. Water's good. I also have a kind of water. I'm drinking a polar seltzer. Lemon-flavored. It's delicious. It's the taste of summer, Bobby. Seltzer. Um, all right, so we are actually here to talk Thor Love and Thunder, the fourth installment in the Thor movie uh, franchise inside the MCU. What number MCU movie is this? Do you know? Um, I think this is... I'm pretty sure we're like 29 or into the 30s. I have to recheck the like. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why this all started with Robert Downey Jr. just coming out of an arrest. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like I was actually thinking about that where it's like it goes back to Iron Man and like some of the current MCU outings that are not like catching people's attention the same way. They're almost like people are watching them because it's Marvel and they're used to watching them. But um, it's like a lot of these newer projects are missing. Newer characters are like missing the spark that. Downey had in Iron Man like this kind of like irresistible charisma that you like have to watch everything (laughs) he does and so um, but that's another that's a conversation for another time let's talk Love and Thunder we'll talk non-spoilers first really briefly and then we'll just go all spoilers but Bobby what did you think of Thor Love and Thunder well I would say that uh, my favorite parts were the love and the thunder. <laughs> you know, if, if you know the movie, I also agree. They are those are definitely the best. I those are actually the best parts of the movie. I agree. That was that that was a joke answer, but like I really liked it. I went in with a. I'm, I texted you a picture. I like Thor's probably like him and Doctor Strange 
when it comes to characters like are probably my two favorite Marvel characters just because mm-hmm. of the, like mythos and stuff behind them. I really liked it. I, it's like it's not getting the same praise online. It's like you either like really love it or you really hate it. But I really liked it. But I kind of I went into it knowing that it's like a Taika film first and then a Thor film kind of in the background. Yeah, I, I it's it definitely has a, a Taika. It definitely has the Taika flair to it, though. I think it has it is a more refined uh, Taika flair than Ragnarok. I enjoyed this one more than Ragnarok, which I which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I found Ragnarok to have some pacing issues, like it like just grinds to a absolute halt at oh, some yeah. places, and and you can tell that a lot of the actors are riffing, that they're kind of like working their way through ideas in the script rather than concrete um, lines. And I didn't feel that way in this movie. I felt it like I it was I thought it was more of a solid two hour fun classic Thor adventure. (laughs) And and that's that's kind of um, that's kind of where I left it at. Um, How does it do you prefer the the Thor of Thor one and two in some of the Avengers, or do you prefer, do you prefer Thor post Ragnarok onward? Yeah, that's a t- because I've liked Taika's movies more. Mm-hmm. But, like I do prefer the more kind of phase one, phase two Thor. Cause like, that's how he is in like comic stuff really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he's not, he's kind of really transitioned fully out of comic mm-hmm. Thor at this point. But yeah. to me, he's more like mythological Thor who is kind of a big doofus. And so like, to me, like I'm enjoying the post Ragnarok Thor, not because he's not like the Marvel character, but because like, I, I feel that's actually weirdly more authentic to the mythological figure of Thor. So I, I, I like it more though. I do like the, um, high Shakespearean quality of Thor from the first two as well. Maybe not high. I mean, it's just got more of a lofty feel, but it's definitely plays with more Shakespearean themes. This is more like a Shakespeare comedy than a Shakespeare tragedy. Yeah. Um, I think I, that like for each of the movies, the tone like works. Like I remember not liking Ragnarok at the, at, at the time because I thought like, Oh, this should be like the grand epic Viking saga thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you rewatch it, it's now like in my top ten favorite MCU films. So that's right. I forgot that you didn't like it at yeah. first because I I also felt that way. This like here's like the end of Asgard as we know it, and it's kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I I think that in hindsight you look back and see that it's really not the end of Asgard in totality, and yeah. you know they do live on. So it doesn't like the um. I think the the scope of that tragedy of Ragnarok could be so large that mm-hmm. it wouldn't really have a place in the tone of the MCU in general. And so I think to to make some of it kind of a joke maybe actually sits better within the overall tone of Marvel anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it's going to be tough to talk about this movie without spoiling Anything, uh, especially for those of you who don't watch trailers before they watch a movie or for some reason listen to a review of a movie before you you see it. So um, let's move into full spoiler territory here. All right. Three, two, one. Korg dies almost. Let's talk about that first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was honestly like my 
one real big negative about because you know I really like the movie like I said but it has two fake out deaths with like Korg and Valkyrie gets stabbed in uh, the Shadow Realm. Yep. Yeah, and I you could it's like not a it's I mean she actually is dead but even Jane dying at the end. But actually so I will say that I felt the same way until Jane died, okay? Because um we'll just skip right to the end I guess. But um um because I felt that Thor was going to actually be like Gore was going to give up his wish and Thor was going to wish for Jane to be better or and like that would have like cured the cancer from Jane which I was fully ready for and fully prepared to hate because that would have been gross just like just wish the cancer away everybody who lives in the real world like I just wouldn't have liked that at all so I was expecting her to live so the fact that she died like actually died like we see her in the post credit scene in Valhalla with Heimdall, which was a great cameo, um, like I just like that that made it for me. So I think the two fake out deaths served her real death because I was expecting a third fake out by then. Um, and so I mean, people get stabbed and don't die. So I guess yeah. like Valkyrie getting stabbed is not necessarily like oh my god she's dead, you know. But um, yeah, that's that's where I landed. That's where I landed on that. I think the only thing for me is like why i would have preferred korg to die is just because like he used to be like in ragnarok you know he was like the comic relief character but now it's like everyone has become a comic relief character like i laughed way more at thor in this movie than like anything korg said or did Mm -hmm. so yes true korg wasn't um he was almost like the straight ish he's not straight man but like they were all on the, it's almost like it was like watching Seinfeld where they're all kind of funny like none of them are the straight man uh so um but yeah i that's okay i think valkyrie was probably the the straight man if you really had to yeah. like you know play it out like that you know but uh let's go back um let's go back to the beginning thor's with um the guardians the guardians like it's it was great i just love that they were like actually all there like you heard all of them i am groot so you like um pretty cooper with new lines everybody this is the first time if you um don't count the post-credit scene in guardians 2 which i'm not sure if i've persuaded you on liking (laughs) that we've seen craglin with a yandu's fin there Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that is the first time. Well, I think it's the, really the first time that we've actually seen him mm-hmm. at all, which I actually did really love the, like, were you here the whole time? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you can't yeah. get married on every planet we stop at. Like, that um, classic Guardians hijinks. It actually did make me realize that I do really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you know, like, I like I, I like the, the first one a lot. I think the second one has its merits, but it's a lot of retread for me, and I don't necessarily care for care for it in that way but um they were like a good like they served a good purpose even for the five minutes that they were in this movie and so i just liked seeing them all like because i sometimes forget like they're all contracted like it's okay you're going to be in this movie we're going to use a movie for this like um but it was cool that they were actually there and actually together on set it wasn't like a we'll film you separately and you separately and you separately like it was Thor and Star-Lord sharing screen time with Nebula, with, you know, um, Drax, whatever. Yeah, I really like, because I'm a big, you you know this, I really prefer, like, 
you know, instead of just retiring the Guardians until like volume three comes out, like I really like how they just inserted into the action. Like it starts out with like the big space battle. Well, it doesn't start out with the big space battle, but like that's when we first see Thor. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. we're just diving right into the adventure. I agree. Another classic Thor adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Right from the start. And what I actually really like by the end, he's actually picked up basically where he left off doing the same thing where he's still adventuring in space. He's just kind of changed his companion. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I I like that Thor is not just like, I'm going to go back to Earth and like do adventuring things probably or whatever. Like he is having his own time. Uh, his design in um, the beginning part when they're uh, finding off the temple, it reminded me a lot of uh, Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike. Remind me. He's a pure like 90s character he was like the thor who like wasn't thor gotcha gotcha yeah Yeah, there was a bit of that like thor like actually like using instead of just swinging a hammer he was like being action hero-y i did enjoy that i loved like the um stopping the two hover cars with like the like the split in the middle that was great like just I also enjoy like they, like they're like the Guardians are going to lose and then Thor just comes in and wins and he's like oh, good teamwork everyone we did that together uh, a lot of I, Thor speeches in this movie a lot of Thor really speeches. like how um he came in Wicked Witch of the West style that was hilarious that was so good <laughs> that was so good because I because you almost don't expect the payoff because it gives you a couple of beats where like you don't see him and so for him to finally like come around the corner. Oh man, that was good stuff. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm kind of like in the mindset of like that opening, like guardians before we tackle like the heavy stuff. Uh, the goats. You know, I'm glad they found a weirdly organic way to get the goats in. But as soon as I heard the screams, I was like, "That's great!" Mm-hmm. Because it, yeah, because you forget the goat scre- goat screaming is the thing, like. And they just keep doing it over and over and over again. Like, you get used to the goat screaming after a while. But that was really fun. And I liked the way that they had them fly, quote, yeah. unquote. Like, you know, like, I, I think that was pretty uh, that was pretty clever. I just really loved, like, the scene when, like, all the Guardians are reacting to the goats. And stuff. like, it just feels pure out of a comic book. Like, I pick it up at a store. Yes, I agree. Yeah, there was a lot, I think, in this... There was a lot in here that felt kind of pure comic book. Like, and I saw a comparison where... Or a review in which they said, like... It said, like, Love and Thunder, like, treads dangerously close to Batman and Robin. And I was like, I I guess I can understand where it's, like, it's brightly colored and there's puns and stuff, but, like... Queer undertones? Say yeah, maybe there's some queer undertones. Yeah, but like I, yeah, I'm overtones really in this movie. It's not really undertones, but um, <laughs> but like uh, I I didn't feel that because it it all felt organic. Like everybody, like, and so as as much as some of like say the CG didn't feel organic, where it was so obviously a green screen, um, and stuff like, which I is kind of like I feel like now is almost like a like a trademark where I'm like, uh oh, here comes the green screen. Here it is. I can see it. Um But it's okay. I think the going even further back, I think the movie starts strong. 
yeah. um, from Gore's perspective. Like you, like you, you're kind of on his side most of the time. Like well, even I really like how um, um, the god that Rapu, uh, one he's played by um, um, Deacon in Moby You in the Shadows. So I was like, oh, wow, that's like, who yeah. he is. Oh, it was really bothering me. I was looking at this guy being like, yeah. I know who you are, <laughs> but I could not figure it out. Okay. Yeah, no, but my favorite thing about the opening is like, they feel like they're from two completely different movies. Thor and Gore, you mean? Thor and um, the, the god there, um, Rapu. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that just shows like how the gods are higher up than like, you know. Gore. Oh, you mean like his character? Oh, you mean like Gore himself and yeah. like the character design of the? Yeah, I, I, it's true. Actually, he he felt otherworldly, whereas where Gore, like especially in that first iteration, felt like a real person. Um, and so let, let me get the, Gore's daughter is Chris Hemsworth's real daughter. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, I thought so. And then. Um, um... Else, um, the Wolf Woman at like the opening montage, yeah, is a, is his wife. Oh, okay, all right. Because like I was trying to figure out who they were, but I like it went out, went past yeah. me at some point. Before we uh, get deep into gore, I just want to like recognize that the movie recognized the Warriors Three and like Sif is in this with her comic accurate costume, very comic accurate costume. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed that. Um, does Sif lose an arm in the comics, or is that a pure movie thing? I think it's just the movie thing, because, like, in comics around, like, Siege, she becomes, like, Lady Loki and stuff. But I think that um, since Thor is pretty much, like, you know, more the joyful personality, they might give Sif the destroyer arm. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be so cool. Um, yeah, it was great to see. It was great to see Sif for as little as we saw her. Well, what I thought was strange is that it goes through Thor's like three loves, right? The the Wolf Woman, the Pirate Woman, who was um, was that Katy Perry or um, Dooley? It, it was somebody famous, but I couldn't figure out who it was quickly. And the blue hair made me think it was Katy Perry, but I could be wrong there. Um, but uh, um, and then it goes to Jane. But I was like suspicious that like Sif wasn't on that list. Like I guess like because they're kind of like these ro- kind of like under like romantic like yeah. unsaid things in Dark World more than more than the first one. But I I guess you know I guess friends be friends. That's fine. Friends do be friends. <laughs> yeah, because Sif's his wife in mythology like you yeah. know so um so but anyway it was great yeah it was great to see her in her comic accurate costume that was very very cool um so so anyway going back to uh, going back to gore and yeah. his motivations i remember you were concerned about gore's powers like translating <laughs> onto the from the page onto the screen because you had said that hella had kind had some of gore's powers yeah. you know like this like create anything out of out of thin air yeah out of thin air so how did you like this take on gore as i like i i know that i love christian bale and that i love gore i was just kind of on the fence because i know that like i like the design of the character is just you know like the comic version 
It's like very alien and stuff. I know that they weren't going to do that for Christian Bale because like you're going to want to see his face. Yeah. 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 But I, I really liked it. I did too. I actually found him quite creepy yeah. at certain moments. Um, you know, so I thought he offered a like a genuinely good balance to the comedy. Um, yeah, because... I think that like he, I know a lot of people feel kind of underwhelmed by gore. I think if he was like the gore that they wanted, it, the movie wouldn't work. Really? Yeah, I think the the gore of the comics is deadly serious and and like you actually do fear for characters' lives and mm-hmm. not that you don't in this one because like he does kill like maim two and kill a third sort of you know like so and other gods but um i i found him threatening in his performance because like there's a clear differentiation between the gore we meet in the opening scene and the gore that has the sword that's cursed by it that's taken over by it and like I was watching this and I was like, you're channeling a bit of Joker here. Like there's a bit of me, a lot of, um, I'm not sure if you said it was, I think 2011, but, um, the rise of the guardians movie when it's like all the holiday mascots. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You reminded me a lot of, uh, pitch black Jude law villain. Yeah. There was a bit of that in there. Yes. Like with all the shadow stuff and Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, I liked the shadow stuff. I liked the creatures um and I I liked the use of the sword. I I I liked the way his eyes popped and the way that they played with lighting um whenever he was around. Uh, gen- like I thought he was one of the stronger M- MCU villains in a little while. I um I it probably wouldn't be as he probably wouldn't be as good if he if it wasn't such a good actor. Yeah. That's that was kind of what I like. It's it's Christian Bale that makes him interesting. Um, apart from I thought him being visually interesting, maybe not. He doesn't look like the exactly like the the gore of the comics, but that's that's okay. So many characters do not actually resemble their comic selves completely in yeah, no. these movies. So I'm I'm kind of past One that trend that I kind of notice is because like the Necro Sword, how like. Obviously, in the comics, it's tied to Null and stuff, but, like, they can't do that because Sony. I've noticed a trend that, like, um, in the past two big MCU movies, we've had, like, the main villain is corrupted by the evil thing. What was the last one? And the, and the Darkhold. Oh, and- yeah, she was corrupted. Yeah, that's true. I would, That's probably not on purpose either. I wonder if that's just the way that... <laughs> they just came out like I don't know the MCU doesn't always do sympathetic villains like a lot of times they're they are they can be pretty despicable yeah um but I think they found success in people like wrecking like understanding Thanos's point of view even if like it's the wrong way to go about it and so I think they're trying maybe trying something a little newer here um because I understanding somebody's actions, I like, I don't necessarily root for him because he's like stealing kids and like, you know, and like you're doing like you are becoming the worst version of something that you hate, you know, like, but I enjoy that story where people get lost so much in themselves that they kind of like forget to see the forest for the trees. Um, And so, but it's again, not necessarily his fault because he's cursed, but, but he welcomes the curse, right? He says it feels like a promise. So, um, so I, yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed all of Gore. 
Um, particularly when he was talking to the kids, I just thought it was so funny that they like made a movie where Christian Bale and Chris Hemsworth just like hang out with a, like a bunch of kids through yeah. a good chunk of the movie. I know. Like, one of them. Yeah. I, who was a good actor. I was like really impressed with that kid. Um, um, but I, yeah, I just, I liked kind of thinking like where these guys, these actors are in their lives and like Chris Hemsworth is, a father and he like wants to spend time with his kids. So his daughter's in the movie, yeah. like, you know, and then like, you know, it's Thor's journey is kind of reflecting Chris Hemsworth's own journey in mm-hmm. some way. And I, I just kind of enjoy, I enjoyed that aspect um, to the movie. I think it's what I'm probably made me enjoy it a little bit more, like understanding like why they're taking Thor in this direction and, and what they're finding interesting, what they can find interesting about the character. Um, that hasn't been played around with in a lot of superhero movies before. Um, I really liked um, Gore's parallel to Jane in the movie. Yeah, me too. I thought it was kind of funny that they said it out loud. Like, you're just like me. That (laughs) weapon chose you and it's killing you. And you're like, yes, very, very good. Yes. For the people in the back. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So let's talk about Jane actually. So we could talk about that parallel. So, we see we meet Jane. She has ca- stage four cancer and she's pretty much in denial about it. And so she goes through these five stages. She goes through the five stages of grief in the movie. Right. You know, she starts with denial and then bargaining. Uh, bargaining is basically her time with Bolnir where she's like, let's like or let's try to yeah. fix, you know, this try to uh, fix this cancer. And like, you know, she does sad about it and like all the stuff but she accepts her fate by the end and i i thought like it worked really well mm-hmm. like her you know going from i'm absolutely not going like i don't believe that i'm going to have i have cancer or that like it'll like how many stages are there like you know yeah do we even know um yeah i, I thought that was really strong i really liked how um it's funny how like the quote unquote cameos of this movie are like characters from just past stuff. And it's not like a big multiverse thing. Like I really liked how Darcy and Selvig showed up. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Cause those aren't, I wouldn't really consider them cameos. They're pre-established characters in a universe because even Matt Damon and Liam Hemsworth are back and Sam Neill are back. Like they're technically not cameos cause they were in the last movie. They're just small bit recurring characters. I also like how Asgard chooses to remember Hela as like Melissa McCarthy. That was fabulous. That was that was great. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I'm glad that it did. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, what I enjoyed about that second play more than the first. Well, one, it's a little bit longer, which I think is great. Like they just actually hammed it up even more. But I love that Liam and Matt Damon, whoever you know, like whatever their characters' names are, go to Valkyrie, and they're like. So we're thinking that we should make a play about this attack that just happened where all the children have been taken. Um, and like, I'm not hearing a no. <laughs> like, that is fu- like, I love that they're just weirdly coexisting in this in this little universe. Yeah. In my mind, since Balder is never apparently going to appear ever, Matt Damon is Balder. And he's just like this weird, like, actor version of Balder. <laughs> That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I I just really liked um, Jane as a whole. Natalie Portman coming back was a treat. 
Yeah, I thought she did a really. I thought she did a great job. I loved her quest for a, a catchphrase. Yeah, um, like that was fun, and I like that we don't get the catchphrase at the end. Um, that was, uh, you know, like she whispers it obviously to Thor, but um, not that I didn't think. I don't think she needs redeeming from the first Thor movies at all because I think she's she's good in them. But I'm glad that she has like they like really beefed up how important Jane is to the MCU really for this movie. <laughs> she also really beefed up for this movie. Yeah. She could, she could definitely kill all of us. No mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I thought she, um, I was apart from her, like the actually dying, whatever else I was a little taken aback that she died because I thought that we would get further adventures yeah. of the mighty Thor. Um, but well, I think that like go ahead. might still because remember how Jane also becomes a Valkyrie. Yes, that that was my thought too. As soon as she died, like as she like you know dust, flew away into you know um, God dust, which I thought was actually well teleplayed in the um, it was well teleplayed in the play, the Matt Damon play. Because Sam Neill is like, I am Odin, and now I'm going to turn into god dust. <laughs> and that's exactly what Jane does. So, like, you know in that moment she's going to Valhalla. It's like it tells you right there. Um, so, yes, I, I thought as soon as she showed up and we saw her again, I was like, oh, good. Okay, so maybe Jane will be Jane will be back. Um, the one thing I didn't like was this isn't even about Jane. It's more like um, design. So it was like when... Thor's helmet is like a real helmet, but hers is like Iron Man nanotechie. And I just did, didn't really like that because it didn't. Oh, like, yeah, I, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I assumed her helmet was CG. Which yeah. Is why they were doing that because it was like something like that would like be really hard to wear and it would wobble on your head and whatever Apparently, else. Helmet or CG. Even the one that Chris Hemsworth like takes off in a fury, he's like it's claustrophobic in here. I remember reading something about both helmets being, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I liked that he was wearing a suit, and then he was like, "No, I have to change. I have to be more ostentatious." <laughs> like that was. I actually really liked the one he wore at the end, which is a nice blend of the two yeah. of them. That's probably my favorite Thor suit out of all the ones that we've we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I, that's it. That was been. It's been good. Yeah. Is there anything that really um, stood out to you in the movie where you're like, that was a that was a very good bit. I was excited for that. I know that a lot of people think that it's corny, but I really like the Stormbreaker versus Mjolnir rivalry <laughs> bit. I did too. Yeah. It also plays into the rule of three. Like they do the joke exact. Like I'm pretty sure they do it ex- like three times. Yes, they do. Yeah, uh, um, Stormbreaker floats in three different three different times. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, that was that's that, that was good. I enjoyed that too. Uh, I also like that he at like by the end. So you know, obviously this is spoilers. Mm-hmm. So like Gore has a change of heart once you know the sword is no longer in his possession. So he wishes for his daughter to come back to life instead. His one wish from eternity and. Like he does that so she could live and he would die knowing that Thor would take care of her. So Thor becomes an adoptive dad, which is just something that Disney loves to do right now. In... I like how I said just something like funny and then you just said something like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, 
it's just um that's so, balance. <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta strike that balance. So um I really love that. I, I I we have not seen Thor as a dad in the comics or in the movie, so like to you know, to Apart from that one animated movie where like they all got kids and they're that all does, that one doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. Um no, I really I would like like to see the further adventures of Love and Thunder. Like that is to me that's that's pretty fun and I, I wanna see I wanna see where that goes. Um but um uh oh, shoot, I lost my I lost my train of thought. What are we talking about? Um best bits. Best bits, yeah, the end, the stuff like pancakes and oh, he gives Stormbreaker to her. She's like it's like taller than her and yeah. he is like, There you go, I got Mjolnir back, so you can have Stormbreaker. Like, um I just like how Mjolnir got like drew like played with a bit. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth is like riding to battle with like a sort of like princess hammer. Oh, so good. So yeah. funny. So very funny. Um it's good stuff. What a- um go ahead. I was going to say one of my favorite bits um, was like the little montage showing that, you know, it wasn't just like they didn't ask Natalie Portman back for Thor three. Like they had this relationship in universe. Yes. Yeah. I, because we, we, we don't see it between the second Thor because he like goes back to her. And then the next time we see her the next, when did they break up? What, like when do we learn about that? In Ragnarok, when they're like going to get out and I'm okay, well, okay, so it's somewhere between the second and third Thor movie that they yeah. they split. So they were together for quite some time. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's unclear. But I actually really I agree. I liked seeing their relationship and why they split and where that um you know where that all uh led. That was that was well done. Um, and we've, we've beaten around it because we haven't, um, because it ties into the mid credit scene. So let's talk about Zeus. Yeah. Um, and what was the city called? The, um, it was, um, over city or, uh, whatever. Oh, we're all the gods be. Yeah. We're all the gods hang out. Um, I thought that was very cool. Like there's also like real earth and you know, deities, right? And then some, obviously, a lot of alien ones. Cameos. Yeah, do you, did you recognize any, uh, do you have them on your, on your list? Yeah, I apparently Bast, Black Panther's god, was in it. Oh, really? Oh, I missed Bast. Well, that's the thing, I don't think they really, like, showed Bast in the movie, I think it's a credit. Um, Simon Russell Beale plays a Dionysus. Oh, that's who that was? Oh, that's awesome. And then um, you got, like, Bao from the, the Pixar short. Yep. One thing that I was kind of, like, taken aback by was there were no, like, Moon Knight gods, especially because I came out, like, so recently. And like, he's, he's actually in the um, Marvel Studios logo opening credits. I don't know if you saw him, but he's, like, yeah, yeah in the M. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good point. Is it because no, not all of them are locked away. So yeah. no, um, I don't know. Maybe they're. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't really searching for them, mm-hmm. so maybe there was one and I missed it. I mean, the place was big, so you could assume that they were there, just hanging out and like. Yeah, but they didn't have to be there, right? They were yeah. just like those are the gods that 
chose to be there in that moment too. So maybe they were busy yeah. in a battle or something. Doing Moon Knight stuff. Doing Moon Knight stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Zeus as um, Zeus uh, played by Russell Crowe. Yeah. I was I was tickled pink that he had a Greek it's accent. So much like uh, mythology Zeus. Oh, it was exactly what I wanted. He was so good. He was such an idiot, yeah. and so, but had this mean streak and like and a showman, and he had like the women surrounding. Like it was just like exactly who Zeus is. I uh, love how um, before, like you know, like you said, the mean streak. Thor was just like geeking out over Zeus. But then it's also like a good parallel moment where it's, you know, oh, I need to like stop doing that so I don't turn into this guy type deal. Totally. Because like the Thor that like Thor could go down that path. And so weirdly now becoming a father figure is what is going to save him. I think Thor in some ways, which is going to tie to the end, the mid credit scene. So where where we learn that Zeus is alive because Thor, you know. Um, we th- he thought that he killed him, and then to get the th- to get the thunderbolt, um, and then he's like talking like, oh, you know, gods are a joke, and we have to make us not a joke anymore, and they will, we won't be a joke when we kill Thor, and everyone will understand. Isn't that right, my son? Friggin' Roy Kent, Hercules. <laughs> like, I I haven't been this excited about a cameo, and I couldn't tell you how long. Like, like. Charlie's throne. I was like, that's cool. That's a good one. Um, you know, uh, what's his name as, uh, Harry Styles. Uh, like it was fine. You know, like that, you know, like, but this Roy Kent, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm tickled pink. Hercules, Hercules. Finally in the MCU, we get more Russell Crowe as Zeus, hopefully. And, and on top of that, now we've got, the father children dynamic that we're going to, you know, like hopefully get between the Hercules and love, whatever her name is, Chris Hemsworth's daughter and, and (laughs) Zeus and Zeus and Thor. I'm excited. Like I am excited. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that Taika Waititi said that he would come back and do another one. If Chris Hemsworth was game and I'm pretty sure that their game based off of this movie. Say again. They work really well together. They do. They do. I think they get each other's they get each other's like quirkiness, but I think they like Taika really reigned or or maybe Feige like reigned in some of the you know the the issues I had with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um and so I like I would absolutely love to see another Taika Hemsworth Thor combo. Speaking of um, Ragnarok issues, this is like a small little nitpick. It's like nothing like massive, but I remember like in Ragnarok, he's talking about um, like Korg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't print enough pamphlets, and he lives with like his mom and de- like a comedy bit. And yeah. in this movie, they say that um, there's like two males. Like he had two dads, you know. So oh a- yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I wonder. Well, I wonder if the. Yeah. <laughs> all right, if I'm gonna have to head candidate, I'm gonna say that like only the males reproduce, but they still have a female partner sure. or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't freaking know. They're rock creatures. Who cares? I also. Uh, yeah. Um. Deep. I'm not sure if like um. 
we wrapped it, but I really like Deep Cut of Eternity. That made me do like the Leo pointing meme in the theater. Totally. He yeah. looked just like Steve Ditko's Eternity, though. No, or not, um, Jack Kirby's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that. Um, I was. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I I loved it. Um, so I uh, I didn't expect it. I think the trailer was act- like the trailer was actually hit it from me. Like mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I, w- I didn't see. Any, I was. Yeah. No. I didn't see about any it. like stuff about. Like, I kind of predict that Hercules is going to show up because, like, we knew Zeus was in the movie, but, like, that was the biggest surprise for me, that Eternity was in the movie. You know what's funny? I didn't even think about Hercules showing up. Isn't that weird? Like, even they said Hercules. They yeah. even said his name <laughs> in the movie, in the middle of it, and I just it just didn't occur to me that yeah. Hercules might appear in it and that he'd be Roy Kent, whatever that actor's name, Jeff uh, uh, Golden. Jeff Goldblum? <sighs> No. Just Miss Hercules, I like, well, yes, Father, I'm gonna like life finds a way for me to f- fight for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was already in a Marvel movie. Apparently, he was gonna be in this one. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know where he would have fit in, but we're gonna like. I'm just gonna get some because we didn't really talk about New Asgard because it's more like a set piece than a character. Mm-hmm. But I just really like how like. Disney five, they made it. Um, explain. Oh, you mean like eternal, like infinity yeah. cones and yeah. things like that? Yeah, that was funny. I although the infinity cones, I was like, mm, I don't know if that that feels like something people would actually avoid. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, why am I looking up? Why did I go to IMDb? What were we talking about? Um. Y- was it the the pirate at the beginning bit? You thought it was someone famous? Nope. No. What were we talking about? Oh my goodness. Oh, um, Ted Lasso. There, the actor name. Uh oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah that oh um oh the um, pirate lady was a woman named Zaya Kelly. Mm. She's a stunt performer. Not Katy Perry. <laughs> Not Katy Perry. Not even remotely. Daryl from those um, YouTube shorts was in this. Yes, he was. Yeah, I gl- I like that those like are weirdly real. Yeah, <laughs> Brett Goldstein, that's his name. Yeah, Brett friggin' Goldstein, what a guy. Um, yes, I really love how um, there's just so much going on. It's not just oh yeah, here's the Infinity Stones and like. We're just beyond it to Thanos, and like that's it. We're phase four alone. We have like the Thunderbolts, which I'm pretty sure got confirmed recently. Yep. Um, the Elder Gods and like the Dark Dimension stuff from Doctor Strange, just general multiverse stuff from like all these different things. Kane, and now we mm-hmm. have like, the God War stuff. You think that's what it's coming to? You think that like it's gonna be, um, like, you think it's going to be, like, War of the Realms, or you think it's going to be... More... Well, I was actually thinking, like, taking all, every single thing that we know about Phase 4, mm-hmm. like, kind of Doctor Strange is, like, the main character, and yep. we have, like, the Eternals and stuff. Yep. I was thinking that, like, knowing, especially that Hercules is going to be a big player, that it might build up to, like, the Chaos King. I don't know what that is. Explain. He was, like, just an old comic book character who is one of the like you know ones who scales above 
Yeah. Like, you know, one of those. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I understand. Especially yeah. that we got like eternity and stuff now. Yeah. This is the biggest villain we've ever faced until the next biggest villain yeah. we've ever faced. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> um, I mean, I actually, I didn't think about it, that threat from Zeus and Hercules sitting outside of a Thor movie, but that is very possible, yeah. actually, that they're, they're, that's like, they're going to build to something really like the God stuff. But that makes a lot of sense with between Eternals and the Celestials and um, the the God, like all the gods. But yeah, that's I'd be down for that. I would absolutely be down for that. Um, Another thing about uh, Eternal stuff, it was like um, assuming Hercules joins like the bigger picture. mm -hmm. There's um, like it very 90s Avengers. We got like uh, Monica Rambeau. The White Vision, Wonder Man show just got announced. Mm-hmm. Hulk, uh, Star Fox, and like Black Knight and Cersei from Eternals. Like, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, and Falcon's even that too. But now he's like Captain America. But yeah, yeah, but still though, wow, that really is a '90s lineup. Wow, <laughs> that's wild. Um, yeah. cool. Well, I I liked this one a little better than Ragnarok. I like I said, I think it, it, the pacing is a little better. I think I'm the minority on that. Um, but, uh, cause Ragnarok has a lot of good stuff in it, but this one, it just, uh, I just, I liked its themes and what it played with it. And I thought it kind of cohesively was a little stronger in what it, the story it was telling. Um, yeah. so I'm on board. I'm, uh, I, uh, and I would love to see more Would any, anything else that you'd more like Thor. to say more Thor. Yeah. <laughs> more Thor. Um, anything else you want to add? I was just like, for me, this is um, above like Guardians 2 for like my ranking. That's not hard for me. So yeah. it's also above Guardians 2 <laughs> for me. I really like Guardians 2. I'm like, yeah. Um, I really enjoy this movie. Like I said, I went into it more as like a Taika movie. But there were like some really good just Thor bits in the movie, like we've said. Yeah, I thought everybody had some good bits, and that is, like, what I appreciated. Like, from, you know, Gore, Thor, Jane, Val, everybody had a Korg. Everybody had a little something. Um, I think everybody was anybody was really left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good. All right, well, uh, you can find us on Beer with Geeks at BeerWithGeeks.com and Gmail and Facebook. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us on any other places podcasts can be found. And you can support us on Patreon.com slash ThoughtBubbleAudio. Uh, Bobby, um, if you want people to know where to find you, do you care if people know where to find you? Where where would they find you? Um, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> awesome. Not doing any big shows right now. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Maybe. Don't, thre- don't, no. thre- don't threaten me with a good time. All yeah. right. Um, okay. Uh, well, then, until next time, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>